welcome to another episode of Mysteries and Beyond. I am your host, Gavino, and here in studio, we got a couple friends that join us, you know, uh, every so often. Uh, we got Joe. Hey, guys. How's it going? We got Chad. Hey. And we got Ashley. Hello. And they join me today here on Mysteries and Beyond, where we talk about the paranormal and pretty much, you know, cryptid creatures to legends and you know, folklore, and and uh, we go to the beyond part of serial killers and pretty much, you know, anything that's mysterious in the world. Welcome to another episode, you know, and thank you for joining us. And thank you guys for joining us, uh, you, the listener, for joining us on another episode of Mysteries and Beyond. Today, we are going to be going into the festivities of Christmas and the New Year's, you know, and uh, um, we wanted to, you know, last episode we talked about, you know, some uh, folklore and you know, jolly old Saint Nick, and uh, mostly, uh, you know, we got into the Japanese, you know, uh, uh, tradition of a of a monk. Kentucky Fried Chicken <laughs> or KFC. Yeah. KFC. <laughs> so we went into like you know Russian folklore of the jolly Saint Nick, almost you know, dead which morals. is dead morals. It's just a like a grandfather frost, basically. Mm-hmm. And uh, let's not forget Sooty Pete, you know. Dusty Pete, Dusty, Dusty Pete, yeah, Sooty Pete, yeah. I mean, what was his name? Zwarte Pete, Zwarte Pete, Zwarte Pete, Sooty Pete, Pete, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, we're gonna continue on and talking about some, you know, get into the festivities and uh, uh, small little, you know, traditions that happened back in the day and are still going on to this day. And who knows what you guys, you know, believe in. And uh, what exactly, what kind of traditions you guys have. Because there's many people from different parts of the world. And there's many traditions that go on during these festivities of the, you know, Christmas or Xmas or whatever you want to call it. Or New Year's, you know. And we're actually going to go into the Icelandic Yule Cat or Christmas Cat. I don't know how do you say this name. but Yule Cat, I don't know. I don't know how they pronounce it. Yula Katarin. Yola Katarin. Yola Katarin. Yola Katarin. Yes. <laughs> so this is an Icelandic Yule cat or Christmas cat. He is not a nice cat. In fact, he might eat you. And his uh, character is tied to an Icelandic uh, tradition in which those who finish all their work on time receive new clothes for Christmas while those who were lazy did not basically this is like a a treat you know Mm -hmm. to encourage children to work hard parents uh told the tale of the yule cat saying that jola jola katrin could tell who the lazy children were because they did not have at least one new item of clothing for christmas and these children would be sacrificed to the yule cat this is a reminder that tends to spur children into doing their chores a poem written about the cat ends with a suggestion that children helped out the needy. They, too, can have uh, the protection of a new clothing. So that's the Yule Cat. Yule Cat. You ever heard of the Yule Cat? <laughs> no. Nope. So I, I've heard, like, um, I guess it's like, it's basically, you know, saying, like, uh, work hard and all that. And yeah. That way you can yeah. get a... 
a new piece of clothing, you know. And if you didn't have a new piece of clothing, the yogurt will take you, you know. Yeah. For not working hard to enough. Sacrificed. Yeah. The yule. Yeah. <laughs> it's basically like killing the the poor. <laughs> Damn. Or yeah. the lazy. I was or thinking the lazy, lazy but yeah. <laughs> or the poor. You know what I mean, yeah, if you can afford hard. it. Yeah. 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 But that oh was the Yola Catherine. It's all kind of have similar themes, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's the end of the year and for this year, you know, like it's, it's kind of like always trying to bring in this like character that would scare you into being a better person for the next year, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And basically put you on the nice list. Like most, most characters, you know, either you're nice or bad, you know? But it's and, the threat of being eaten. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Scares <No>. you into <laughs> no, Papa. <laughs> Save me. <laughs> I was nice. Oh, sorry, son. <laughs> sorry, son. You, you didn't work hard enough. You been now a you bad, bad boy. <laughs> you get eaten by a cat. I know. You know, big ass cat. So, uh, big, big cat. The yule cat. Yeah. Icelandic yule cat. Oh, Gavino. You've been a bad, bad boy. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> what I do? <laughs> you were too lazy this year. Damn, oh. yeah. You drank too much this year, Gabriel. <laughs> uh, you did not work enough. Oh. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what to say, but I guess, I mean, just take me. <laughs> <laughs> just eat me. Okay, Gabby, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. No, Papa. No, Papa. <laughs> Saint Nicholas brings presents to me. I need Reminds new me. clothes. I need a new sock. Please, You'll be sacrificed Papa. to the Yule Cat. Yule Cat here. I'm here to take your children and eat them. <laughs> <laughs> just, <laughs> I'm furball. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, I mean, other than the Yule Cat, let's go into something, you know, Anti Santa. Oh. oh my! So this this character is called Hans Trapp, and is uh, another anti Santa who hands out punishment to bad children in the Al Alsace and Lorraine regions of France. Alsace. Uh, Alsace. Alsace. I don't know. Oh, French. Uh, French. Mm. French. <laughs> France. Jesus Christ! I'm tr- I try to combine France and French, and it <laughs> came out French. with French. <laughs> French you know dressing. French dressing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Excuse no. me, do you have any French Unfortunately, dressing? <laughs> Unfortunately, I never studied French, so I can't French. help you with that. <laughs> so the Hanstrap is another anti-Santa who puts out punishment to bad children in the Alsac and Lorraine regions of France. So I'm not too sure if I pronounced the first uh, Alsac. is a... Uh, a region in France. I don't think I pronounced it right, but the legend says that Trap was a real man, a rich, greedy, and evil man who worshipped Satan and was excommunicated from the Catholic Church. He was exiled into the forest where he preyed upon children, disguised as a scarecrow with straw jutting out from his clothing. He was about uh, to eat one boy he captured when he was struck by lightning and killed. A punishment of his own from God. Still, he visits young children before Christmas, dressed as a scarecrow to scare them into good behavior. That's terrifying. So that's the Hans. Yeah. <laughs> be be good, or Hans Trap will get you. You know this rich yeah, and greedy evil man who worships yeah. Satan. 
And uh, yeah, that's Hanstrup. In Iceland, there's also the Icelandic trolls, you know, the 13 Icelandic trolls. So they are called the Yule Lads or the Jolas Veinar, which are 13 Icelandic trolls who each uh, have a name and distinctive personality. In ancient times, they stole things and caused trouble around Christmas time. Uh, so they were used to scare children into behaving like the Yule Cat. However, the 20th century brought tales of the benevolent Norwegian figure, Julianessa. Julianess? <laughs> I'm not too sure how you say it, but it's Santa Claus, you know? Who brought gifts to good children and the traditions became mingled until the formerly devilish Jolas Veinar became kind enough to leave gifts in shoes that children leave out. If they're good boys and girls, that is. So, that's uh, the Joles, Jolas Veinar. The Yule the, Lads. The Yule Lads, you know. So, all the Yule Lads, the answer that basically we're talking about, you know, the Yule Lads of Jolas Veinar. Or the 13 Icelandic trolls, you know. Grilla, their mother, she predates the Yule Lads in Icelandic legend as the ogress who kidnaps, cooks, and eats children who don't obey their parents. So watch out, kids. If you uh, don't obey your parents, Grilla will come after you. She has only uh, became uh, associated with Christmas in the 17th century when she was assigned to be the mother of the Yule Lads. According to the legend, Grilla had three different husbands and 72 children who caused trouble ranging from harmless mischief to murder. The Yule Cat also lives with Gridla. This is a, the ogress is a, such a troublemaker that the onion blamed her for the 2010 eruption of Ejavhala Jokul Volcano. Good <laughs> attempt. Is it? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, I know that's fucking extreme. Yeah, but it it is spelled E Y J A F J A L L A J. Wait, what are you? O Q K U L O volcano. I don't know how you say that. A Y F Y L A Y O K U L. Extreme amount of a consonants in that word. A Y Y O K U L. I don't know. But I mean, there's there's many, you know. The Yule Lads, you know, the 13 Icelandic trolls and Grilla, the mother, basically, was one of them. The main one, you know, the mother of these Yule Lads. And uh, to this day, I mean, there's many different types of um, Christmas. Holiday traditions. Yeah, holiday traditions, you know. Uh, I don't think any of you guys do this, but... Like, they have the three wise men, and here they have, like, when they have the, the three wise men that come in. Mm-hmm. For the... Um, but this is, happens after New Year, and in Mexico, we put out, basically, you put out your shoe, you know, and uh, you write a letter to them, and basically, you put this letter in your shoe, and they come by, and they take it, and then on the 6th, I believe, they come back with a present, you know? Huh. Oh, no, mm-hmm. I've never heard of that well, but this is the the Reyes Magos, and that's when you know in Mexico we cut the the rosca de Reyes, which is basically a time where we get all together and basically have the little baby Jesus inside the the rosca. You know, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's more of a Spanish you know tradition, and also in Mexico, I mean, we're big Catholics and stuff, and 
um, tradition brings that into, you know, mm. the Rosca de Reyes, you know. And yeah. It's a big thing, I think, in Spain. I'm not too sure. But, which, I mean, they brought it over here. Yeah. Conquistadores. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, it's it's the three wise men. And basically, is a tradition then in Mexico we do, you know. Mm-hmm. They do a, a gifts on uh, January 6th, I believe. I forgot the full dates. I mean, do you have any uh, traditions that you do in Sweden, Ashley? We do have uh, St. Lucia, mm-hmm. and that's on December 13th. Mm-hmm. You can read about it. I'm kidding. <laughs> you have it up. <laughs> so alongside Midsummer, you know, Lucia celebrates or represents one of the foremost uh, c- cultural traditions in Sweden with the clear reference to life in the peasant communities of old darkness and light, cold and warmth. Lucia is an ancient mythical figure in uh, with the abiding role as a bearer of light in the dark, uh, dark Swedish winters. So yeah. she's always holding, or everyone's always holding a candle, mm-hmm. and she has a crown of candles. Ooh, oh yeah, look. yeah, you see that. So we're looking at a photo, and this girl is wearing a, a robe with a candle in her hand, and on her head she has a crown with uh, candles. And it's celebrated on December 13th. So I don't know. Like, Oh, right, is it because yeah. she was, I don't know what she was a martyr of, though. I don't remember that. Mm. Have you ever celebrated it out there? And, mm-hmm. You know, were you in observance of this? You know, I just remember it being um, like when I would be in Sweden during that time, we'd have like a big dinner. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then you'd see sometimes there would be like a, like uh, a procession of people walking around with candles. And then there would always be like one lady. With the crown. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it was yeah. like mostly it's like, you know, a chance to eat. It's a big <laughs> feast. Drink. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so the observance of uh, commemorates Lucia of Syracuse, also called Saint Lucia, was a Roman Christian martyr who died during the Great Persecution. Uh, she is venerated as a saint in the Catholic, Anglican, Lutheran, and Eastern Orthodox churches. So, an early 4th century virgin martyr under the Great Persecution. According to the legend, she brought food and aid to Christians hiding in the Roman catacombs, wearing a candle-lit wreath on her head to light her way, uh, leaving both hands free to carry as much food as possible because her name was Light, or means Light. And uh, her feast day had at one time coincided with the shortest day of the year prior to the calendar uh, reforms. It is now widely celebrated as a festival of light falling within the Advent season, St. Lucy's Day. St. Lucy's Day is viewed as a precursor of Christmastide, pointing to the arrival of the light of Christ in the calendar on December 25th, Christmas Day. So that's uh, St. Lucy, you know, or St. Lucia. And she was basically, you know, celebrated in Scandinavia, Italy, each one emphasizing a different aspect of her story. In Scandinavia, where Lucy is called uh, Santa or Sancta, Sancta. Sancta Lucia, she is represented as the lady in a white dress, symbolizing an baptismal robe and a red sash symbolizing the blood of her uh, martyrdom uh, with a crown of wreath and candles on her head. In Norway, Denmark, 
Sweden and Swedish-speaking regions of Finland. As songs are sung, girls dressed as a St. Lucy carry uh, cookies and saffron buns in procession, which uh, symbolizes bringing the light of Christ into the world's darkness. In both Catholic and Protestant churches, boys participate in the procession as well, playing different roles associated with Christmastide, such as that of St. Stephen or generic gingerbread man, Santa Claus, or nieces. Or Tomte. Tomte. (laughs) (laughs) The celebration of St. Lucy's Day is said to help one live the winter's day with enough light. So that's a little bit about St. Lucy, you know, St. Lucia. And uh, actually, I mean, that's a tradition that you you have uh, celebrated. Yeah. (laughs) That's cool. It's the first one that, like... If you're bad, they won't beat you. <laughs> this yeah, is something right? completely different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is about yeah. bringing light. It's more wholesome. I actually <laughs> didn't... Oh, well, I knew that there was a lot of candles involved, mm-hmm. but I didn't know it was about, like, making light when it's so much darkness because it's very... It's dark, dark for a lot the of the day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, that makes sense. Yeah. It brings warmth and light to the day, you know. And uh, they celebrate it, you know, St. Lucia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean, different regions have uh, many different, you know... uh, Traditions. Traditions. Yeah. But I mean, uh, many, many regions have different, different types of uh, um, traditions and stuff. And so like in Mexico, I mean, we have a tradition of the posada, which is basically, you know, uh, going door to door asking for, you know, uh, lettuce and... And like you know, Jesus did before he was born. Is it kind of like caroling? Yeah, kind of, kind of like that. You go to so door bring to door. Some figgy pudding. Yeah, <laughs> kind of like that. You know, but uh, then at the end, I mean, they say no, so you go to the next house and uh-huh. you go along singing and dancing and stuff throughout the street, and then mm-hmm. you go to the next house, you know, and then you do the same thing. You ask, you know, if you're if you're able to let get let in. They say no, you know, and then they sing again, and then they walk away, go singing. So the next and the next yeah, and the next. Until the finally at the end, you know, it's usually like four people or four houses or five houses. I forget how many houses actually. But, <laughs> you know, they could uh, participate in that. And basically at the end, you know, they get let in and they get helped and they bring out chocolate. <laughs> oh, that's fun. So they, you know, they say yes. And then at the end they start singing, you know. Like uh, those pere- peregrinos, is, you know, and that's like kind of symbolizing when Jesus got to the pedestal, I guess, you know, mm-hmm. and was born. And you do this, and basically they bring they break piñatas, you know, which symbolizes the star, you know, the star that brought symbolizing uh, Jesus, you know, where he was born under the northern star. Or what mm-hmm. is it? Something we like follow that. the star. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and basically they break piñatas and stuff and hand out candy and dance and yeah, it symbolizes I guess that, you know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I I was brought in uh, as you know, Catholic and stuff, but um I don't practice it as often and uh, I know my wife's uh, a big Catholic. Yeah. I mean, Joe, you got any traditions or anything? No. No. <laughs> I mean, just the general like kind of <laughs> yeah. The North American, like, I don't know, I guess, um, like, you know, we set out uh, lights every year. We put lights outside, lights inside. We have a little, uh, have a little nativity set, you know, with a, mm-hmm. with a baby Jesus, along with, you know, garland and some shiny stuff, Christmas tree, presents under the tree. 
And um, eggnog, of course. That's more my dad when he likes. But um, yeah, there's always eggnog <laughs> in the house. Nog. Yeah. And then um, I know uh, some people will celebrate on the 24th, but we actually don't. Like maybe like at midnight, we'll open like one gift for each other. But the rest are for Christmas morning. And then shortly after that's when like the rest of the family will come over and we'll, you know, do like, um, you know. Christmas. Christmas. Christmas food. Maybe a couple of tamales. Yeah. When, yeah. But it was, yeah. It, it was I mean, in Mexico, it seemed, it we, seems normal. We, we, we would eat a lot, man. We got tamales. <laughs> we got pozole. We got... We got pretty much everything, you know, tacos, <laughs> you know, tacos. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Can I celebrate Christmas with you guys? Yeah, yeah. Why, <laughs> come yeah. through, man. Right. <laughs> we also drink ponche, which is, you know, um, is a Mexican tradition where we, you know, it's a it's a fruit kind of like fruit punch, you know, mm-hmm. but it has like actual fruit, fruit, you know, and like mm-hmm. sugar cane and it has apples, pears, and like uh like uh cinnamon and it has like sugar and it has some um like orange peel and then it's all like stirred up and then we like to add uh piquete which is basically tequila <laughs> you know <laughs> nice, we, nice we, yeah they ask you do you want some ponche do you want it with some piquete you know and you add some tequila to it and down the hatch you know and it tastes <laughs> good yeah. You know, it's warm and everything, and it's to celebrate. You know, you guys might have an eggnog. We got ponche, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but do you, do you yeah, keep it warm? That, yeah. Like you cook yeah, it? Yeah, you cook yeah. it. You boil it, you know, yeah. all together. Cinnamon and all the fruits and stuff and, like, plums and pretty much every kind of fruit, you know, you throw in there. Yeah. And at the end, you know, serve it, you know. It's like fruit punch, you know. Huh. It's weird to have something similar. Yeah. Oh, really? Not, not like, uh, as extensive, but it's glug. Mm. It's like a warm wine. Oh, really? Yeah, and you have like uh, like almonds or something in it. Mm-hmm. I remember my dad used to always make that. Yeah. <laughs> what is it called? Glug. 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 Yeah. Want some glug? But it's like a <laughs> yeah, it's a warm wine. Yeah. And <laughs> there, I mean, these, yeah. <laughs> I mean, for the kids, you give them ponche, you know, just the pon- the punch, you know. Yeah. But for the adults, you know, they throw in some tequila in there, and it tastes good, man. <laughs> it tastes good. All right, I gotta try that. Yeah. <laughs> But I mean, this is a couple of episodes, you know, we are getting into the Christmas time and Christmas uh, getting into the legends you know, mm-hmm. and the holiday folklore, you know, yeah, of some of these uh, countries and stuff. And uh, uh, yeah, so I mean, hopefully you guys enjoy the holidays. And uh, I mean, th- these episodes are a little shorter because um, we are you know prepping for the holidays and stuff and i'm actually going to be out of town for the holidays as well and uh yeah i mean hopefully you guys you know spend good uh a good new year uh merry christmas or you know hanukkah or kwanzaa or whatever you guys you know celebrate and uh hopefully we will catch you guys on the next one you know mm-hmm. make sure uh to follow us on our instagram at mysteries and beyond where we post up our basically our show notes and pretty much pictures and you know anything we got on the show and uh you could also go to our website mysteriesandbeyond.com where we post up our uh, latest podcast episode and uh five previous episodes if you you can't catch our uh podcasts on any uh live stream service like Spotify or you know Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your uh podcast episodes you could uh join us on our website mysteriesandbeyond.com and get our podcast for free and uh yeah, 
If you go to the About Us uh, page on there, on the uh, website, you could also send us an email if you have any suggestions or, you know, just want to say what's up or get in contact with us. You can go on there on the About Us page and you can type in the notes, you know, and uh, it'll send us an email. Uh, you can also join Warner and Joe on uh, on our subreddit group, Mysteries and Beyond where uh, we talk about pretty much, you know, what goes on the show. And if you guys have suggestions or links or a video or pictures or whatever you want to post up, you know, uh, you could put it on there and uh, send it to us. And, you know, we'll take a look at it and we'll give you a shout out. And uh, Joe will, you know, be mm-hmm. there monitoring it. That's right. He'll be there hanging out. Say what's <laughs> up to him. <you> know? <laughs> and, uh, yeah, this concludes our episode on some more uh, Christmas folklore and, you know, legends and traditions of the past and present you know Mm -hmm. and uh thank you joe for joining us today of course anytime and thank you chad for joining us yeah thanks man and thank you ashley for joining us today thank you for having me and thank you to the listener for joining us on another episode of mysteries and beyond and we will catch you guys on the next one (laughs) and stay mysterious (laughs) bye